suggest processing, where I muse about technology and gaming. My name is David, and I'll be your host. So it's been quite an interesting month to say the least. Epic Games, the, the developer behind the uber-popular Fortnite, defied Apple and Google's App Store rules by offering direct payments for V-Bucks instead of going through the typical in-app payments. This caused Fortnite to be kicked off both the App Store and the Google Play Store. Apple is also threatening to remove all of Epic's developer accounts. In response, Epic is suing both Apple and Google for monopolistic practices. It seemed like Epic was thoroughly prepared for all of this though, even goes going so far as to put out a video mocking Apple's infamous 1984 commercial for the original Mac, using Fortnite characters, of course. Phew, alright, that's a lot. But, instead of necessarily taking a side, I'm going to look at both sides and let you be the judge. However, please keep in mind that these are all multi-billion dollar companies who will still be multi-billion dollar companies after this whole thing is over. With that said, let's process. This is Epic's side of the story. So we all know that Epic is the, is the developer behind Fortnite, the massively popular battle royale shooter. Along with PC and consoles, you can also play Fortnite on iOS and Android. Epic's issues with the 30% cut that Apple and Google take for every purchase, well, for every purchase of V-Bucks. Every time you make an in-app purchase on an app, whether it's iOS or Android, Apple and Google will take their cut. However, Fortnite is free to play. The way Epic makes money is off of the cosmetic purchases that people make. In order to buy cosmetics in Fortnite, you have to use the in-game currency called V-Bucks. You can buy V-Bucks using real-world money. However, since Apple and Google take a 30% cut of every in-app purchase, Epic doesn't get the full amount that they would have. Now, to be fair, Epic getting on Apple and Google's bad side was very much intentional. The company literally had a lawsuit ready to go once Apple kicked Fortnite off the App Store. For Epic, this is more about principle. And for the most part, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So on Windows and Mac, you're basically able to download and install anything you want. While both Microsoft and Apple have their respective app stores for their desktop platforms like the Mac App Store and the Windows Store, you don't really have to use them. I mean, you really could just go anywhere else and just download the app. Conversely though, the only way to conveniently get apps on iOS and Android is to go through the App Store and the Play Store. Epic thinks that Apple and Google have been acting as quote-unquote gatekeepers and that that is draconian and monopolistic. For example, Apple advertises its own apps in the App Store, but it doesn't have to pay itself 30% that could give Apple an unfair advantage. Another issue is the 30% cut itself. Now, that number is pretty standard. I mean, even console makers take that amount, but we'll get to them next. As most of you already know, Epic already has its own digital storefront called the Epic Game Store. It made waves when it first launched as Epic only takes 12% from developers instead of the standard 30%, but it can do that on PC where anyone can launch game storefronts like Epic Game Store and Steam and Uplay and all the, other, all the other ones. You can't do that on iOS and Android. It seems what Epic really wants isn't necessarily special treatment. In fact, they even call that out in their lawsuit. What they want is to be able to run their own store on iOS and Android. This avoids the 30% cut to Apple and Google and allows Epic to keep all of its revenue. Well... 
what about consoles like the Nintendo Switch and the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One? Don't they take a 30% cut as well? Why isn't Epic suing them? Glad you asked. Well, Tim Sweeney actually addressed this directly in a tweet saying, quote, Consoles are unique in that the hardware is sold at or below the cost of manufacturing and is subsidized by software sales, whereas iOS and Android are insanely profitable for Apple and Google from just hardware sales and ads, end quote. Now, that makes sense on the surface, but let's dig a little deeper. A 2019 study showed that of the three major Battle Royale games, including Fortnite, about 71% of them played on consoles, 17% played on PC, and only about 12% played on mobile. Waging that same war with the console makers would make a huge dent in Epic's revenue stream, so that may be the real reason why Epic isn't targeting Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. There is also that little fact of Sony investing $250 million into Epic Games. So this allows Epic to make a quote-unquote principled stance <laughs> against Apple and Google's monopolistic practices while keeping all of that sweet console revenue. But that's just one side. Here's Apple's side of the story. Although both Apple and Google are being sued, Apple is the one that's really taking the brunt of the criticism. But, I mean, does Apple have any reason to stand its ground? Let's find out. Some may not remember this, but... When the iPhone first came out in 2007, it didn't have an app store. What was pre-installed were the only apps you got. What you see is what you get. You couldn't even rearrange them. But Apple finally opened up the app store in 2008 and allowed developers to launch their own apps on the iPhone and iPad. However, remember my previous episode where I talked about how, how Apple's decision to switch the Mac from Intel CPUs to their own silicon was all about control? Well, for Apple, the App Store is the way for Apple to control what software gets to run on their mobile products. Now, from a security standpoint, this is a good thing. Apple is able to verify that apps don't contain malware or suspicious behavior before the app goes live. In fact, one of the best practices for mobile devices is to ensure that you only download apps from the App Store or the Google Play Store. If Apple allowed Epic or anyone else to run their own app store, that would open up Apple's products to potential misbehaving software that Apple wouldn't be able to mitigate. Now, from a business perspective, Apple and most other platform makers, including Epic themselves, can make the argument that they created the iOS platform, and so they should be allowed to profit off their own creation. Additionally, Apple would also argue that developers still keep a majority of their profit from in-app purchases. In 2017, the company announced that developers had earned $70 billion since the App Store launched in 2008. All right, that's Epic and Apple's side, but what's my side? Like I said before, I'm not necessarily going to take sides, but here's my take on it. Now, let's remember that, of course, these are billion-dollar companies. Whoever quote-unquote wins, they will still be billion-dollar companies. <laughs> Epic is trying to frame Apple as this monopolistic dictator, but it's not like Epic is completely spotless here. While it's great that it allows developers who put their games on the Epic Game Store to keep more of their money, Epic is also notorious for having exclusive games on its store, so you can only download games if you have the Epic Game Store launcher on your PC. I suppose the real question to ask is, should Android and iOS devices be considered general purpose computing devices. In other words, should smartphones be more like desktops and laptops in that 
you can install anything on them. While Android is technically an open platform, Google does a lot to <laughs> incentivize manufacturers to include Google's software on their devices. For example, in order to get the Google Play Store on the phone, phone manufacturers have to include Google Chrome, Google Assistant, and a bunch of other Google-branded software to even have the Google Play on there. Apple, of course, has this notorious walled garden approach to their devices where you have to play by their rules. And some would argue that that's totally fair. I mean, Apple designs the hardware and the operating system. And because it's proprietary and closed source, Apple should be able to dictate the terms of using it, right? I mean, what would Apple gain from allowing third-party app stores on their own devices? Apple's revenue strategy has been increasingly geared towards services and subscriptions. Third-party app stores would directly eat into that 30% cut that Apple gets. And as more and more people are keeping their smartphones longer, Apple needs other sources of revenue to make up for the slowing iPhone purchases. Apple's messaging recently has also been increasingly strong on privacy and security. Granted, this is probably a way to put pressure on companies that rely on ad revenue like Google and Facebook. But from a consumer standpoint, emphasizing privacy and security is never a bad thing. And I say this as a person who has a master's degree in computer science with a focus on cybersecurity. All that said, while I don't think that Apple would be forced to allow third-party app stores, I do think that the 30% cut should be reduced. I mean, I think that Epic did the right thing on that front by only taking 12% on their respective store. Both Google and Apple should follow Epic's lead and reduce the amount taken from the developers, especially since many of their free applications rely on in-app purchases for revenue. But that's actually another conversation for a different time. This is a very interesting story that could have massive repercussions depending on the outcome. But that's enough of my thoughts. What do you think? Is Epic right in asserting that Apple conducts monopolistic practices on its own app store? Is Apple right in maintaining its control over its own intellectual property? Let me know on Twitter. Follow me at JustProcessedPod and let's have a conversation. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Just Processing. Be sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app. And please, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. Until next time, don't just think about tech, process it. <laughs>